This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. Orion Lee Johnson described her Cortez Island book launch as a perfect fulfillment. There we are in the Heritage Garden of Cortez Museum and Archives. I counted afterwards, probably more than 65 people were there. And I'm standing there looking out at my friends and neighbors who are raptly attentive and all smiling. It felt wonderful. Now I know what performers feel like. We were a bit of a performance because Paul Kahn played Mbira to begin. So to bring in the ambience of Zimbabwe, Mbira is the musical instrument of Zimbabwe. Then Priya Huffman read an elephant poem related to a scene I read about elephants. Zach Sukaway played his didgeridoo exactly like the elephants. It was fantastic. My son, Devin, told some stories from the time that he joined me over there to see what life was like there. Johnson's book, The Geography of Belonging, A Love Story, was published by Cortez Island's own Salmonbury Arts and Publishing in July. Anne Mortify wrote in the preface, Having been born in South Africa, I love the geography of belonging traveling in my imagination with Orion Lee Johnston on her amazing journey with Zimbabwe. She opens us to many questions about class, race, nature, and the courage to follow love beyond our comfort level in order to discover the heart of another culture. The Spikiro, a spiritual medium of the Shona people, said to her, to see our traditional ways kept alive with your interest and your writing, that is what you can give us. And Orion Lee has indeed given that gift to all of us. Last week, I went to Nemasasa North, a Zimbabwean music festival on Vancouver Island, where there were Canadian-American Zimbabwean music teachers. I did a book reading Everyone there is interested in Zimbabwe, so it was super fun. In September, there will be a launch event at the Fortune Gallery in downtown Victoria. My book is now available at Monroe's Bookstore, the iconic bookstore in Victoria that is around the corner from my grandfather's apparel shop that he had there in the 40s and 50s, which is mentioned in the book because he sold couch and sweaters. I'll be doing a podcast interview with Banyan Books founder-owner Colin Limworth, who's a dear friend and a sharegiver at Hollyhock. The publications in which I've published excerpts from the story as it was in process, they will also do reviews or interviews related to the book as well. I belong to a national professional association, National Equine Facilitated Wellness Canada, and we're going to do a podcast in the fall. I never dreamed I would fall in love in Africa, in a country that had once been the bountiful breadbasket of the African continent, or so the white farmers had called it. Then, as Robert Mugabe's grip on power tightened, the farm invasions began, the whole agricultural sector completely disintegrated. The commercial farms, the agribusiness, and all the people who worked on those farms, the economy collapsed, all with the endemic corruption of what's called the predatory elite in the pocket of the government. 
when I asked a couple of years in, or maybe even the maybe the second or third time I went there, what could I do as one foreign visitor to a person my Zimbabwean friends said, whether they were Shona, White, Tonga, and Debele, tell your friends, show the world what the news media does not. Our country is beautiful, that our people are generous and happy, that our culture is rich and alive, and that we are proud to be Zimbabwean. That's part of why I wrote the book or why the book came into being, was to present a different picture of Zimbabwe, which is corruption, devastated economy, drought, poverty, all the usual stereotypical things. So I think I wrote in one of my promotion pieces, the book takes the reader inside southern Africa, beyond those in the news media that drive around in their white rented SUVs and air-conditioned and don't really know what it's like to be hot on the ground. The writing started before the book. The first year I was in Mozambique volunteering for three months in a horseback riding safari on the beach on this gorgeous Indian Ocean. I just sat up one day and I took my field notebook and I wrote down, Mandy pours the tea. I just wrote about what had happened the day before. Then I kept writing the notes every day about what was happening. So essentially, the genesis of the book was my field notes. I was in Mozambique for three months, and then the last week I went on a wildlife safari on horseback in the wilderness of Zimbabwe. That week absolutely changed everything about me, about my life, falling in love with Africa, finding perhaps a person that would draw me back there, and being under those stars, sleeping on the ground, riding 30 kilometers a day does something to your body, and your mind just falls open. I was just buzzing. My whole body was streaming and buzzing for some months after I came back. We had a week. We had ridden away from lions at high speed, all sorts of adventures, And uh, Stephen Hambani, his name, I just noticed an energy. But of course, any foreign woman from North America or Europe who wouldn't fall in love with the safari guide, the wildlife tracker, the local legend. Mm -hmm. But nothing was said. Then when I got home, I just couldn't stop dreaming about him and the bush and the wilderness. So I wrote a letter. Anyway, the next year I went back to volunteer with those same horses in a different area of Zimbabwe. The first year had been in Wangi Wilderness, which is pretty flat. It's a huge national park with all kinds of wildlife. Can you imagine being on a horse coming up close to giraffes and elephants? And the horses are trained so well to override their instincts as prey and to listen to what the rider is asking. So there we are, standing there in the pulse of the wild. How many times did she go? Seven times for three or four months each time. And each time you met him? Yes. What's your relationship like with him now? (laughs) Well, Roy, if you read the book, you'll see how the love story evolved. We are very good friends. 
Last week was a perfect launch for this story into the world. But that very day, he had slipped on some shiny steps in his socks in the night and fallen down and broken his arm. He had never broken anything falling off a horse. If a horse was going to tumble or something was going to happen, he would just leap off. I've seen that. So there am I with the story on this end, and there is he in the clinic in Victoria Falls trying to get a cast on his arm. Are you going back? Yes. When? January. Maybe December this year or January 2023. I want to take the book back and have copies printed over there and give it to my friends and have a bit of a launch party over there. You've been listening to Orion Lee Johnson talk about her book, The Geography of Belonging, A Love Story, and her plans to return to Zimbabwe. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye. <laughs>